Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Edmo Show. So tonight it's just going to be the Mrs. and I. Hey guys. Hey guys. Whatever. Yeah. So was you got the dynamic duo here? So, uh, babe, what's tonight's topic? So tonight's topic, um, uh, we had discussed on our Facebook listener group page, which you guys should go check out and join. Um, so you can maybe give us some more uh, ideas. So and we feedback. Can, and feedback. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, tonight's episode was a post that I had reshared to our group because I thought it was interesting and it is much of a controversial topic. Um, so this is what it, so a woman posted this. It says, so let me get this straight. Y'all want women to go to work, come home, cook, clean up, tend to kids and pay half the bills while y'all just go to work and come home. So that was a big question. And, um, you know, what are your thoughts, babe? (laughs) (laughs) This is such a controversial topic on so many levels i'm going to say no because i mean i I don't think that there's anything that precludes a man from cooking cleaning and taking care of his kids because and you know in our you know dynamic i do cook i do most of the cooking you do most of the cleaning but we also flip flop we share but there are some things that that uh that you don't do that, you know, I like I'm perfectly fine with like I don't expect you to take out the trash or cut the grass or anything like that, but mm-hmm. you're okay with doing it. But, you know, yeah. I just I prefer that you not do it. I feel like you would be upset. Like not upset, but like looking at me like all weird as if What are you doing? <laughs> if you came home and I'm just outside going up and down the yard. <laughs> I mean uh... not upset, but like like, does that, do you think that makes you look some sort of way to, like, the neighbors? Like, or is that, like, a pride thing? Like, what what is that for you? Because I work so hard to make sure you're pretty, and I don't want you to get all <laughs> nasty and dirty. Even you, though- wait, you work hard to make sure I'm pretty? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I do work hard. I work hard. I got to make sure my woman looking good all the time. There you go. But, I mean, but I I know I, and I'm just going to talk about me. When I see guys like, you know, if if their wife is cutting the grass and they're nowhere to be found now, it's different like if the guy's like on a work trip or something and it needs to get done or you just feel like doing it, that's one thing. However, if his wife is always cutting the grass, she's always taking out the trash, she's always doing manual labor type stuff, I will look at him like, you piece of shit. (laughs) So that's what I'm saying. So you do kind of care to a certain degree, you know, what other people do think of you or what like others is thinking or other men rather, I guess. Like to a, to a slight, a slight, slight degree Mm -hmm. to the smallest, like maybe like 5% out of a (laughs) hundred. More like... 30. <laughs> no, I mean, but but there is an image, you know. There That's is, what I'm saying. Yeah, there yeah. there is an image, you know. Um, again, like I come from a background where you know the man does most of the labor, like he cuts the grass, he makes sure the house is straight, you know. But the wife also takes care of inside the house. So the man's mm-hmm. job is to take care of the outside the house. Her job is to take care of inside the house. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I do believe in gender norms. However, I don't think that their gender norms are supposed to be concrete. 
Meaning, I like, you don't think there should be gender norms aren't the same as gender roles? Uh, they're interchangeable, but I don't think that that they're concrete in the fact that all men must do this, all women must do this. To me, it's whatever works for you in your relationship. However, yeah. I do believe that there are some roles that need to be filled. You know, uh, you know, we don't have kids right now. I was so. about to say that. <laughs> yeah, we don't have kids right now, so you know, we both can sit here and work overtime and all types of other stuff. But yeah, our schedules are also different. You know, some of the days when I'm off, you know, you're at work. You know, yeah. when you're off, I'm at work. Yeah, I also don't agree with the whole like, you know, comparing. Because I feel like you're almost comparing, like, put, putting, well, I do this, and you don't do that, and I do this. Like, we're comparing notes and who does the most for each other. And, you know, I feel like sometimes it, that conversation can come up from that question. Because it's like, based off of the question, it's like, so y'all want women to go to work, come home, cook, clean up, tend, tend to the kids, and pay half the bills? Or y'all just go to work and come home? That it sounds very like, this is all the stuff that I do, and this is all that you do. No, I'm saying that's what it sounds like. I'm yeah. not saying. I mean that. Yeah, that's that sounds like a feminist. But <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but no, I mean because most of the dads that I know, um, you know, grow, growing up, a lot of them like they worked long, hard hours. Mm-hmm. So the times when they did come home, that's really all they had time for because they're working twelve to sixteen hour days. So when they did come home, it was literally just a. Eat, shower, shit, shave, go to sleep, get up, do it again. Yeah. And I even said this, like, when I posted it, I said, well, perhaps women are just picking, those types of women are just picking trash men. Because I just think that accountability is key. Like, you know, here, you know, the way that I've grown up was, you know, men, men I grew up around just spent quality time with the kids. Mm -hmm. They took out the trash. They shoveled the snow. Um, and vehicles off to uh, make sure, you know, the the vehicles were running hot, you know, while snow was on the ground because mm-hmm. you, need, you need to let your car start up. They took care of the yard, took care of the vehicles, put up ceiling fans, put up shelves, you know, killed insects around the house because most women don't like doing that. Or you get cats. That's what cats do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in our case. <laughs> um, just pretty much protected the family and just light maintenance in the house. If they didn't build it, cooked and cleaned, you know, on top of all the other stuff that that, that she had um, put in her post here. So I feel like I said that accountability is key here. Women and men should be looking more at themselves instead of pointing the finger about, you know, who is doing more. Oh, yeah. Coming to you live from our studio animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It- right in our. Our casa, our yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aries, the, the the notorious studio mutt, is sliding around the floor. And giving himself a back scratch. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, I think that where I come from, I didn't see that. So that was kind of like when picking a man, that was kind of like a, I, I you know, that was kind of like a, okay, well, hopefully... You know, I get a man that's going to be doing the same thing that my dad did or doing mm. the same things that my uncle did or, yeah. you know, my cousins, you know, things like that. Guys that I've grown up around, grandpa, you know, th- things like that. So, you know, that was always in the back of my mind when choosing a man. And this is why, you know, cohabitation does come into the question because these are all these. This is the only way you're going to be able to find out if this guy is going to be doing all this. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Cause we, you know, 
on some like you and I, we're very conservative and traditional on a lot of things. However, we are a little bit more new aged on some things. Like we do believe in cohabitation. I mean, partly I because do, yeah. we, we did it, mm-hmm. and I feel like that definitely showed us exactly who we were dealing with. However, I have seen some guys where they treat their woman like they're equal, and their woman is not happy about it. Hmm. Like, um, case in point, uh, some arguments that I've witnessed with people with, like, something as simple as a trash. Well, babe, can you take trash out? Well, you're standing right next to it. Why don't you go take it out? Yeah. And then it's just like, (laughs) Yeah. And there's some females out there that's, like, perfectly okay. Like, you know, if everything was supposed to be equal, 50-50, right down the middle, okay, well, if we have a burglar at night, you won't be able to you know, defend for our family, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that the guy would just stand back, but some men, you know, are okay with their women just taking the lead on that and fighting them off and stuff like that. And some women are like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. And I, I personally find that, you know, just in our relationship, I didn't, that's not what I feel like marriage is. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know, like, it's just weird to me when when I when I see couples and the guy is very I don't know how to say it like like for lack of a better word feminine like he doesn't want to take charge he doesn't want to you know be assertive in his masculine he doesn't want to do a lot of things that that are traditionally masculine and he's okay with his woman doing that and I don't know. Like I have, I have a, I have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess call us old school on that, but yeah, because it's like, all right, well, if if your woman is expected to be like, sorry, our, our house fans is like very loud. Um, like, if your woman is very like independent and all this other stuff, why does she need you? And that, and I always ask that question to guys, where it's just like, oh, well, she can. She can do it herself. She can do. She can handle this, and she can handle that. And I'm like, okay, why does she need you? And that's why I feel like that's that 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 is so confusing. And me and you, babe, we've had this conversation many times where I'm like, okay, why is this such a thing? Like, why can't you know? Why isn't this a thing where this is discussed a lot? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't discuss this. Um, and I know me and you have discussed this before and we discussed that like I, before I didn't really understand it because I, I too felt like, OK, well, if women are supposed to be staying at home, stay at home wives or they're generally happy being stay at home wives and, um, you know, taking care of the kids and, you know, not having to work and leaving that solely on the husband mm-hmm. and that that typically makes, you know, couples generally happy. Mm-hmm. You know, then why is it that like why why don't men care that what what women make if they're supposed to be helping out? If that, mm-hmm. if I'm making sense, we we've discussed this before, where I kind of felt like it was like okay, well, if my money doesn't matter in the sense of what I do and my accomplishments, it, and it doesn't matter, meaning like it's not. We said earlier in the episode it was a bonus. Mm-hmm. Why isn't that being like appreciated among women that do provide? Because there's a lot of women that provide more than not now because 
of the way society is. Like, we're not going to be able to get what we want. We're not going to be able to live the way we want. Mm -hmm. Not live the way we need, but live the way we want. Yeah. Uh, I think that comes to both flawed thinking on both sides because I have seen guys where it's just like, oh, okay, she got her own. That means I could just do whatever I want to do. And I've seen it to where some women are so independent to the point where they don't leave room for a man to be a man. And to to their credit, there's not a lot of men really walking around. I've seen guys that are 30 years old who never lived on their own, who've never balanced a check. Well, even though we don't have checkbooks anymore. We do, but, but <laughs> people don't know how to use them. <laughs> yeah, but people who don't know how to make a budget or follow a budget and do all this other stuff. I've... I've seen it to where there are some guys who make great money who live their life on a budget because they have a plan and they don't allow enough money for like menial tasks or things and the women say they're too broke for them even though they have money. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it is socially we are just fractured. Mm-hmm. You have men who are afraid to be men we have women, because men are, are afraid to, of being men, women have to step up and fill that void. Mm-hmm. Or women have stepped up and filled that void now. Or they feel like, and they feel like they have to. Yeah. Because who else is going to do it? Yeah. And, and in your case, like your dad, like you were raised by your dad mostly, and your dad taught you like not to depend on any, anybody. Like you got to be able to take fin for yourself and all that other stuff. And when we started living together, we kind of clashed and butt heads because. It was just like, all right. And yeah, it was kind of hard for me to learn how to be more feminine, especially um, never being taught how to be feminine and like more feminine toward a male. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was just growing up to like, like a lot of women nowadays are growing up to be like, and their moms and their grandmothers are just kind of like, well, you don't really need a man to do X, Y, and Z. Women mm-hmm. have shown in history, we've done it. That, you know, because our men couldn't be men, we had to fend for ourselves and we had to learn everything on our own and how to do certain things. And that was just something that, you know, I I learned, you know, my father didn't grow up with a father present. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, he had a father figure later, um, a stepdad later, but, you know, for a while it was just them, Mm -hmm. Um, his brother and my grandmother, mm-hmm. their mother. And so that becomes like a, that becomes a trust issue of, well, who, who, who can we depend on mm-hmm. and, and abandonment issues? Like who can we depend on if the correct people are supposed to be there teaching us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you kind of grow up and then you pass it to another generation. Yeah. And that's simple. And that's literally what happens. And, I feel like I'm getting to a point in age and experience where there is no right or wrong answer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there isn't a right or wrong. I think whatever works for you works for you, you know, especially when it comes to communication. Um, I think that, you know, like as someone who is very masculine and type A and all this other stuff where sometimes we do get a bad rap because we're so – we're – Society has portrayed us as being very chauvinistic and and all this other stuff like err and you know women have to be barefoot and pregnant in the house. But when you when you actually find guys that are very type A that are in happy healthy relationships, 
their woman oftentimes than not are type A or they they have an understanding where at least in my in my experience with seeing guys that are very macho, type A, very assertive, very aggressive, you know, when they get home, their wife runs the show. You know, where it's the kids are on a schedule, don't fuck with my schedule. Yeah. You know, and the dads are like, okay. Yeah. Because and and I mean to to a degree, like that is very relaxing for men because it's like I spend all day either taking orders or giving orders. So when I come home, I do like to just feel like, oh, okay, because I got to do it all over again tomorrow. And although I'm not like a parent and things like that, but I feel like on a woman, that is a lot. Like mm-hmm. if her primal instincts is supposed to be to be a mom mm-hmm. first, you know, obviously being a wife, obviously that mm-hmm. I'm saying that without being said, I'm saying that without that needing to be said. But I mean, if, who wants, and then now I got to work and then now I got to come home and now I got to, you know, do it all over again. It's like a full-time job when you wake up times and two. at times too. And that's just like, to me, like that's not really right for a woman either. So that's why I do believe that help on the husband's side is valid, like yeah. with some of the duties and, but there are a lot of men that don't want to help. They just feel yeah. like, oh, well I work today. Okay. I work too. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh well, that you know, well, you know, this is what the this is what the mother is supposed to do. Okay. Well, what is the dad supposed to do? Yeah, and I mean, a lot of those, and I've seen families where the dads are extremely busy, but they also have time blocks for their kids, or fam, like dinner time is family time, and then it's bedtime and all this other stuff. And I mean, I I do blame society, and to a degree, that society. It is society's fault for telling women that you can have it all. Like, you can have the career, you can have the degree, you can have the husband, you can have the kids, you know, you can have the white picket fence, the dog, and everything else in between, but something's got to give somewhere. Yeah, the sacrifice has to come somewhere, and I even look at celebrities and some sacrifices you can see with some people and some haven't. I really feel like if Oprah didn't have, if she had children, she would not be Oprah, <laughs> Oprah today. Yeah. Like I, I do think that would must've been a sacrifice that she's made. I'm not sure if she's ever come out and said that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't follow Oprah on a day to day basis, but <laughs> so I'm not sure if she's ever come out and said like, that was my sacrifice. I did not want to have a husband or, I don't want to be tied to anyone or anything. Okay, well, Mm. then my question is, okay, you're making all this money. Okay, then for what? Yeah. And your line and your, you know, your lineage. Yeah, or we can look at Judge Amy Comey Barrett where she has multiple kids and two adopted kids. And she did it all with having a career. So, I mean, there's some women that can do it. There's some women that can't. But Amy Comey Barrett, her husband was there to help her, you know, or maybe, you know, because she's been in law for however many years, I don't know the exact time length or I'm not 100% sure what her husband does. Maybe they got to a point financially where they can hire help. Yeah. I mean, I think that's oftentimes in most cases that what happens. I mean, that that's what happens in, yeah. in families because, you know, you get to a point where it's just like, wow, I literally can't, I literally can't do everything mm-hmm. on both sides. Yeah. On, on, especially when you get to a certain financial um, with uh, to a certain currency, I guess, or a certain 
amount that you're making mm-hmm. or a revolving income and your hands are in so many pots mm-hmm. where it's just like oftentimes I'm seeing where like being a parent slips through your fingers. Yeah. 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 I mean, cause we definitely see, I grew up with a lot of uh, kids whose parents were police officers, doctors, lawyers, dentists, um, working who, class, working class, federal employees and stuff like that. A good number of us ended up okay. A lot, some of us, you know, exceeded expectations, but a lot of us turned to drugs and either still living at home with their parents or living in a trap house where they got a whole bunch of kids they can't take care of. Yeah, and so it's just like, okay, well, where did I all go wrong? Is it because, you know, the parents was putting in too much overtime where they weren't able to balance because they're doing so much because they don't have help. Mm. Where it's like, I mean, that's just one way to look at it. Maybe because they didn't have help, they don't have enough time to spend home with the kids. So literally you may spend time with your kid. Let's say you're going to work from a 12-hour day to try to make ends meet. And um, you come home and then you got to cook dinner. So you're still not really spending a lot of time with your child. And then you sit down and have dinner and now it's time to go to bed and now it's time to do it all over again. At one point, are you... And then some people have second jobs on the weekends. So, yeah. at what point do you are you an, are you actually a parent? Yeah. And then they're like, well, little Johnny, they can they can they can stay home by themselves. They're fourteen, they're fifteen, which are primal years where teenagers get are teenagers and are, get in trouble, and they get in trouble. So where you are, where are you at as a parent? Because you're, you know, what I'm saying. So it's like a give and take. It's like some sort of sacrifice, and it always seems like the parent, at least in our past generation, like when we were kids, mm-hmm. like that's that's what seems like a lot of our friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I mean that's why traditionally I can see why the mothers tend to stay at home and with the kids or. Like some foreign families, they come over, they bring mama, auntie, everybody, and <laughs> multi, multi, what is it? Multi generational households. Yeah, yep. they have like their grandparents that also help out, which I've seen that work out tremendously for some people. Yeah, uh, I think it's helped out in your family too. Yeah, because my grandmother, she she definitely helped raise me. Even though my mom, you know, she was a federal employee, she worked 12, 14 hour days. But also when I was in school, like I was in school eight to twelve hours a day. Especially when I was in high school, I was in school for twelve hours a day. Mm-hmm. From I think what was it? From seven in the morning, six seven in the morning to seven at night most days, some days. So I mean, it's uh you know it, it's definitely a a give and take. It's a sacrifice. Yeah, it is a sacrifice, and I see why. Some parents or a lot of men require their women to stay home or or at least stay home for like the first couple years, you know, mm-hmm. so that way you get that bonding effect with the kid. And then once the kid's off to school, then, you know, you can work. But I, I tell guys not to rest on their laurels, but get to a level where you can live by yourself. And I say the best um, formula that I have seen is for at least for couples and especially for guys, base your lifestyle off of your income. So at least that way, if you know that you got it, if you can take care of the mortgage or rent, you can take care of the electric, the gas, the water, 
all that stuff on your income. Mm-hmm. Let's just say she decides to get pregnant and she has a job too. At least you know you're okay. Yeah. You may not be balling, but you'll be okay. But I think it's okay to have that mindset. Like it, you don't always have to be above average. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's okay to be happy and be have a balanced life and not if you just make it to manager. Why do you have to be director? True. Why do you have to be because director? Anything that you when you become higher up mm-hmm. in the management field, like you have less time. Yeah. With your family. And that's, like you said, a give and take. And that's what I've seen normally in almost every company that I've worked for. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, it's okay if you make it to a manager level and you're still maintaining bills and you guys are financially okay. And you guys, why is it, why aren't you okay with just being average? Like living an average life. I have enough in, in investments. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, I'm continuously providing, you know, I got this going. My wife has something else going. Why isn't it okay for you to just be like, all right, well, don't really care to go further in up, but uh, I could go further up, but let's, I'm going to choose my family. Yeah. Or like what you, what I've seen some people begin to do is when their kids are in the house, they, you know, they, they limit their time at work. You know, they mm-hmm. do they do what they got to do to to stay afloat or they get raises, get bonuses and stuff, but they're not really shooting for a director level. They're not even shooting for a like a team lead level. They're they're good with rocking in the middle or just a step down. Right. And then once their kids leave the house and they're empty nesters, then they go balls to the wall right after and or at least one of them do. Mm-hmm. Go balls to the wall, you know, they get the they get the rank, they get the promotion, and then they do it for a couple years and they're ready to retire. Yeah, but I, I definitely believe that like I think that's a generational thing that needs to be broken. Stop working so much to the point where you like obviously now if you need it, obviously keep going. Mm-hmm. But if you are at a point where we're actually okay, mm-hmm. but I want to do it just because I want it. I think that's where you need to kind of reconsider and start spending more time with your family and just balance, being able to balance life and work. Yeah, or figure out a way. Where I mean, lifestyle. Can, sorry. Yeah, or figure out a way where you can get both because there's some people that are doing that. I mean, there's a you can figure out a way to get both, but if you're so busy figuring a way how to get both, you're still at a loss with spending time with your family. Yeah, there has to be some time. A lot of times, shut out for your family because the point is to raise your children so that they can have a future, not for you to make all the money so that their future is already secure. I mean, they have to work at some point too, mm-hmm. so they can pass it down to the net to their children. Yeah, I, I yeah, I I can definitely see that. But however, if that I mean, not everybody's a hustler, not everybody's a workaholic. You know, I, I'm a workaholic, and you get on me sometimes about it. And <laughs> I mean, but that's just a part of who I am. That's that's who I come from. But I wouldn't to a degree, you know, sideline like you or our kids, you know, whenever we decide to have them for work, 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 work. However, I will work and I will put my time and my hours in just to make sure we're good. Yeah. You know, because we've also discussed that we're probably not going to put our kids in public school. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, that's why you start, you be proactive and you start um, little funds, mini funds for your children mm-hmm. and where the stuff can be already paid off 
and you just got to pro- be proactive and plan. Yeah. And I mean, a couple. And, th- and that's why, like, I don't see anything wrong with, you know, if you're a guy and you're in your 20s, your 20s for a guy, those are your grinding years. You should spend those grinding, getting, you know, your debt under control, getting your money strategy under control, getting your your upward mobility strategy together and moving up in the world. And maybe, you know, when you're in your 30s, then think about marriage or think about dating someone younger, you know, or if you went to college and you got a high school sweetheart or a college sweetheart and y'all are talking about, you know, getting married, then you should, the both of you should spend your 20s grinding and at least getting yourselves in to that position where you guys are comfortable. Yeah. I mean, because that's, that's what we did. I mean, even though, you know, <laughs> like I'm 30 and I'm 30 and I'm still grinding to get into the career that I want. However, I make pretty good money. I just don't like where I'm at, mm-hmm. you know, and I would like to make the money and like where I'm at and have time for my family versus the only way I can make the money is to put the time in. Yeah. But where as for you, you're in a career that you can retire from. Yeah, I, I mean, I am. I definitely am. And this was my career path that I wanted to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something it's easier said. It's easier to say that as now versus um, probably about five years ago. Like mm-hmm. five years ago, I probably wouldn't be able to say that. I mean, five years ago, I was what, 20, 20, 21? Mm-hmm. I was 21, 26. <laughs> so. I mean, that was something that I could definitely say back then. I wasn't in my career because I was still in college. I mean, I'm still mm-hmm. in college. Well, I'm about to graduate with my master's, but <laughs> but, but I mean, but that that was me grinding. I didn't really pay attention. Yeah, I had like relationships and stuff like that, but I didn't have any like real, real, real deal relationships like like that because I was always I was grinding um, because I knew at a certain age I want to make this amount of money mm-hmm. or X amount of money. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely say I'm, I'm there. I can definitely say I've, I've checked that box. I still have up until 30 to where I want to make six figures. And I'm very confident. I'm, I'm very confident. Yeah, you're close. <laughs> you're really close to it. Uh, yeah. Like, so I, I, i definitely believe before then I'll probably will probably within the next like a year or two, like I will definitely be there. So, there's nothing I'm I'm kind of scathing by, but then it's just like other other things that come into a place like, okay, well, now kids are actually being talked about and, you know, marriage and things like that. And it's just like, yeah, I planned for it, but I didn't really plan for it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I know that's something that's hard to plan for, yeah. but it's like when you talk about, okay, your long-term goals, yeah, this is what I want to do by this stage. This is all that I want to do with it. But, you know, because you know, that's what we talked about when we first, like on our first date. Well, mm-hmm. I made sure we had that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure we had the conversation yeah. on first day because I'm a big I'm a big person on not wasting your time. Don't waste mine. Yeah, I mean time. Let's cut to the chase. <laughs> yeah, time time is short, and that's like, and that's what I tell all the guys. Like, yeah, like unfortunately, guys, we have a little bit more time mm-hmm. than women do. However, you don't have much, and one thing about time is it can easily be wasted and put you on the wrong path. Oh my god, yes, especially with these whole get rich quick schemes yes. and these like, you know, oh, I got to do this for my baby moms. Well, and then it's just I I've, I've been I've been speaking, I've been doing like my own little research. 
And when I say research, I mean like talking to people, random people. And these, like, I've spoken to a 18, 17 year old girl who had a like two year old. I had another one on the way. I was eating. Listen, y'all, I go places by myself. I'll go to the bar by myself. I'll go. I'm always at work. <laughs> I'll go eating out by myself. Like, I am not a person that is scared to be by themselves. Do I always want to be myself by myself? Of course not. It's not like, you know, because you guys are thinking like, oh, well, then why are you even married? It's just because of our of our time. Yeah. Right I, now. Like he unfortunately I work damn near sixty hours. <laughs> well, you work at nights. So yeah. that's basically that's a dilemma that we are facing right now that you kind of deal with at a young age. We that's just, this is exactly why we don't have any children right now. And we can we can do that if we really wanted mm. to. But however, now that we're talking about kids within the next few years, so now he now knows that okay, well let me try to go to let me get into my career where I can have more time. Mm-hmm. And make the money that I'm making now. That's the that's the tricky part. <laughs> it is tricky. That's the tricky part because you know I I make decent money. I make six figures, but however that six figures comes with a cost. Like I got to put in a lot of time at work. Yeah. So essentially, like that's something. It was such a big adjustment, but I I mean, but we've been dealing with this rodeo shift work game of shift work mm-hmm. for over five years now. <laughs> So that's something that, you know, I've just grown accustomed to, but essentially like getting back is, it's one of them things. I don't even remember what I was saying. You were talking about talking to a girl at Hibachi. Oh yeah. I was talking to these two girls at Hibachi. So you didn't say Hibachi. I just kind of went ahead. (laughs) I know. (laughs) What is it with us in a Hibachi? You cussing out people at uh, Anyway, continue with the story. Continue the story. <laughs> you, you, I'll, I'll tell. I'll you tell that. St- people out at Ruby Tuesday tell them to go get hibachi. I, I'll <laughs> tell that story at the end of the episode. <laughs> we will, because listeners definitely want to know what happened. But anyway, so I was at hibachi, and these two girls was just sitting there. One, but they were both still teenagers. They were not even twenty one yet. Um, I think one of actually one of them was twenty one. I think, and but that's all that they were. And essentially, like. One girl, the girl that was 21, she had she apparently like was selling weave and um eyelashes and just cosmetic having her own cosmetic line and stuff. And she was thinking about she was in a dilemma of whether she should go to Atlanta or not. And I'm like, absolutely go to Atlanta. I'm like, but what's the dilemma? And she's like, my dilemma is, well, my boyfriend's incarcerated. So I feel kind of bad that you know, if I stay here like I feel like he might be holding me back. I'm like, girl. Yes. He is holding you back. He is. <laughs> you need to be going right now. Like, you can meet somebody. Like, this isn't the end all be all. Like, what? Like, I don't, I'm not understanding that with some women nowadays. Like, they feel as though, like, well, she's not a woman yet, shall I say. Um, she's still adolescent. <laughs> as I, young, young adolescent. So she's still coming of age and stuff like that. So she's still needing help with like a mentor and stuff like that. So I was just kind of giving her some advice on what she should do and things to consider and questions she sh- question, questions she should be asking herself. While the other one was just like, yeah, I like these hot boys. And, you know, I like being with men who already got money and a whole bunch of money. And I already have a two, three-year-old. And she was only like 17, 18 years old. Jesus. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. 
And my my heart hurt for her because <laughs> I was just like, oh my gosh. You're so stupid. You're so young to You're the so point stupid. where it's like you have... You literally still live at your parents' house, and they're raising your child mm-hmm. while you're still getting your life t- together, or t- try to get it. You know, start to try to get on together. <laughs> yeah, you're not even on the yellow brick road yet. So yeah, it's just one of those things where she she literally was just like, yeah. But I mean, I knew her boyfriend was a drug dealer and stuff like that because of the pictures that she showed me, and she uh, she announced that he was. So <laughs> so it was just like. It's one of those things where it's just like, what are where are the parents? Like, why isn't there anybody like just speaking life into these young girls? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, because I mean, our parents' generation, especially in this area, are pretty jacked up anyway, for the most part. Uh, Which is crazy to me because this this was this is not a bad area. Yeah, and I think a lot of it has to do with the internet. That's why the girls, one of the the younger girls, said that she is she likes the hot boys with the money because she likes material. It's not so much that she likes the dudes for who they are. She likes what that lifestyle could possibly bring. Yeah, and that's why I said she's stupid. But even they make sacrifices, and maybe you can't really say she's stupid yet because it's like. Come on. You, you're you not stupid yet. Uh, like, she ha- she's not even on Yellow Brick Road. I mean, okay. now she's old enough where it's like, okay, well, you're only 17, 18 years old. Like, you True. you don't know everything. You think you know everything. Yeah, but, but- I knew <laughs> drugs were bad and selling drugs could possibly <laughs> send my high yellow ass to jail. I mean, sure. Could common sense be better on these young girls? Of course. Yeah. But look at these young guys. Look at what about the dude that's out here selling drugs? Oh, yeah, this fast money. And I, I can, I'm going to go to the auction and I'm going to buy me... A beamer, bro. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and and I, and babe, you know my my family. Like, most of the people in my family ain't the brightest. You know, they they're not book people. They're they're street people. They, you know, I come from, like, I come from a family where sometimes oh, you got to do what you got to do to bring the money home, and grandma don't ask no questions. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, and I had cousins who, who were far more intelligent than I was, at least far as academically. They were straight A students, but their parents, you know, and one cousin in particular, he wanted to go to the Navy. His dad literally beat his ass and put him on the streets mm. because it was just like, how do you think you're better than me or something? You think you actually got a future? And I mean that is some that is unfortunately is that jealousy? I mean it could be, but I mean that is some of the things that some of these kids are dealing with. However, like if it's a different world out there. Like, yeah, I know. I, I take myself out of these situations and just want to be a mentor toward them. Um, counseling is also like my side gig that I'm really trying to get into, but. That's an area where, like, I feel like I, I could definitely maybe not shed light in terms of understanding, but okay, yeah, cool. It's you have you you understand somebody, but how can you help somebody get out of their own way yeah. or get out of their situation? Yeah, and one thing that I and my cousin and I we had a conversation. However, unfortunately, we don't talk anymore because just the the life choices that he continues to make and. I tell people all the time, and well, we don't have the jobs that can typically, yeah, associate ourselves with that. But yeah, but I, I told him and my other cousins who were trying to get into the drug game and do all this other stuff 
yeah, the money's cool. It's quick. It's fast, but it's dangerous. As fast as you can get the money, either the money can be stolen from you, you can get killed for it, or whatever. Dirty money. But how... I'm not going to knock the drug game and say you don't learn anything. Because some of the dudes that I knew that were drug dealers, drug pushers, all this other stuff, they're really smart with money. They're really smart mm-hmm. with sales and product and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So my thing is... And okay, street life. Yeah, and street smart, but also how to read people. So my thing is, okay, these are the skills that you learn because you can learn skills from doing that. I'm not advising it. I'm not saying... <laughs> go get you a friend. Go get you, yeah, go get like, you a shot collar. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying go run the streets so that way you can learn how to do business. However, what are you going to do with the skills that you've already learned? Yeah. You know, there's a way that you can turn your life around. You just got to think about it differently. For sure, for sure. But in those situations... Unfortunately, the female and the, the the female that is dating that person always gets the shitty end of the stick because it's like, well, bringing back to the whole idea of I do this and you do that, you know, they have it the hardest. They literally are doing everything. Yeah, yeah, they they are. I mean, and, and again, it goes back to okay, what are you gonna do with what you got? Now, I know when we covered the average at best episode. Yeah. We it was mainly talking about the single mom who's trying to find a high high value guy. Now, I did say that there are some single moms that can get a high value guy. That's not a lot, but there it is possible. Single moms that what? That can get a high value guy. However, mm, my thing yeah. is if you're a woman and you have a kid and you I, I wouldn't say have your sights set on a guy that is high value. If you stumble across them. If yeah, if he comes across, yeah. But you better latch on to him for dear God and <laughs> fix yourself in the process. Oh my god. But <laughs> but I will say, I mean, but the, I, I hear stories of moms who do find their their Romeo that, that sweeps them and the kids up off their feet and takes good care of them. I mean, it is possible. But mm-hmm. I would say for a woman, find yourself a partner. Find yourself a partner who has a good head on his shoulders. Don't worry about how much money he's bringing home. As long as he has the drive and the determination to take care of you and himself, then let it be that. Yeah. And figure out what works for the two of you. Yeah. Figure out what works for your household. Like, maybe... Not everybody's fortunate enough to be a stay-at-home mom and work or be a stay-at-home dad because that's become popular now. Yeah. But, you know, if you are going to be a stay-at-home, uh, why not Why not learn about people who make money from home? Like J.K. Rowling or Stephanie Myers who wrote the Twilight books or I think the, the woman that wrote Fifty Shades of Grey. I think she's a stay-at-home mom. I mean, yeah, but, you know. I mean, I'm not saying it's everybody, but learn how to do something... Like skills, yeah. Yeah, learn skills. You can pick up podcasting. I have a friend who who I used to work with, and he has, I think he has three kids, two or three kids, and his wife does podcasting. Mm-hmm. And she's doing very well for herself. She, they're starting to bring in revenue and all this other stuff. So it can be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, this hibachi story. Oh, my God, y'all. Y'all ready for this? All right, so this was my first legitimate job and when i say legitimate i was getting a i was a w2 i wasn't working under the table for anybody but i was about <laughs> i was a w2 bye you still have a w2 
No, when I was working under the table, it was just like, all right, thank oh, you. Oh, was it under the table? Yeah, a lot of my early jobs when I was a teenager was under the table. Wow, like a true... Never mind. Don't even say it. <laughs> Never mind. No, but I, I used to work for, for relatives, you know, doing uh, work. And yeah, I worked for my stepbrother's friend doing like his his assistant and stuff. So I got paid on the table for it. But my first W-2 job, I was a busboy at Ruby Tuesdays. Oh, wow. Thank you, babe. <laughs> y'all know that. That was my alarm, y'all, for Her my cr- birth control because we know kids right now. Crazy pills. Her crazy pills. They're not crazy. <laughs> but anyway, so this is my first job at Ruby Tuesdays. And I had to be about 17. I think I was 17 at the time. And it was a Sunday. And it was right after church. It was around like that lunch brunch, you know, time frame. So I was bringing out the silverware and I was helping out the waiter bring out water and appetizers and stuff. And this group of ladies was like, all right, well, we want some lemons. So I said, okay, I'll, I wasn't even their waiter. So I went, grabbed some lemons. They're like, oh, no, no, no. We want you to cut them. We want freshly cut lemons. Okay, cool. I go back in the back. I slice a fresh, a fresh lemon, bring it out again. So they were like, no, we want you to cut it for us. And I said, ma'am, I didn't already brought you lemons. You said it wasn't good enough, so I went back there and I sliced you a fresh lemon. And now you're telling me you want me to cut it in front of you. I'm sorry, miss, but if you want somebody to cook some food in front of you, take your ass to hibachi. (laughs) Let's just say my manager was pissed. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) He was mad at me that day. He was like, you can't say that to them. And I was like, fuck them. That was fucked up. (laughs) Like, how you going to make me... How you going to say... I want you to come out here and slice lemons in front of me, boy. Like, the hell? No, I'm sure they did not say it that's like how that. I perce- that's how I took it in my See, mind. See, that's the problem. Old raggedy bitch. <laughs> that was, I'm sorry. That was someone's grandmama. But she exactly. deserved it. How you going to tell deserved it. grandma? She deserved it. And that's somebody's mama. She deserved it. Yeah. You want to tell me to come out and cut some goddamn lemons? I'm still mad about that. <laughs> that, is, that is a really funny story. I know. You could have asked somebody to cut some lemons in front of you. Like, what a strange request. What are you gonna ask me to come out there and dice the salad for you? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! Like the, roll, roll to toss the salad. Yeah, you want me to toss the salad in front of you? Jesus shit. Christ! This is back when we still had salad bars. Shit, Olive Garden. Shit, Olive Garden be put putting that cheese on that. Keep going, keep going, yeah, keep going. Say, they be roly poly Roly poly. But this ain't Olive Garden. This ain't hibachi. Take your ass to hibachi Olive Garden <laughs> if you want somebody to do something fancy in front of you. <laughs> I'm so mad that they got rid of those salad bars. I know. Because people would come in there raping the hell out of of the salad bar. Yeah. And come in and just pay for a soda. Yeah. That's okay. I think Mm. think it was unlimited for like $5. Yeah. Yeah. But anywho. Uh, So final thoughts on... Final thoughts on this. Um, I think it just... Like like you said, babe, do whatever works best for the two of you. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, for your relationship, like us, we don't have a conventional. You know, it's, we do and we don't in some aspects. We, I would say we don't. We do and we don't. I mean, and the reason why I say that is because, well, we don't. I we don't we don't really do gender. I mean, we do, like you said, we do and we don't. Like the whole outside thing, you know. I would. I sometimes help him. Sometimes. Yeah. Like I have my own little garden, and that I'm growing. But, you know, so I help him out from time to time, whatever he needs. Tomatoes, not weed, people. Get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I would lose my whole life. Anyway. Um, 
<laughs> but for sure, like, you know, but he also does cook and he will sometimes, very, 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 very sometimes clean. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, but I do wash clothes. Sometimes. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. I wash clothes every week. Thank you very much. And I wash your clothes every week. I wash your drawers too. All right then. All right. We're then. even. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what are your final thoughts? Oh, my final thoughts are like like the missus said, you know, you gotta do whatever works for you. However, 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 guys, if you are out there and you making your woman cut grass in the hot in the hot steamy sun, or if you making her take out the trash or wash your car while you sitting in there playing Call of Duty or Two K, wash your I, car. Yeah, I will come in and whoop your ass. How dare you have that beautiful creature out there doing that? Creature. How, <laughs> yeah, because women are creatures. Anyway, but. But I would say do whatever works for you. I mean, it, like if you are going to cut grass together, I mean, let it be together. However, don't be having your lady out there doing the manual labor. However, but also don't be sticking your wife with the kids, you know. Be, All the time. Oh, yeah, my Yeah, be, be involved. Be, you know, especially like, and here, here's, here's a pro tip. If your wife is up there like being with the kids all the time and she she understands the kids. You can't tell them to do shit because then they become her kids, not your kids. <laughs> so and I birthed them out. I, I pushed them out, or they cut they cut me open. Yeah. So the the worst thing you can become is a sperm donor in your own house. Y'all, I will be saying that. Just let you know. Shut up, woman. <laughs> Don't make me say it. <laughs> Don't anyway, make me say but yeah. it. <laughs> but anyway, so where we at, Bernie? I am once again asking your financial support. Goddamn right, Bernie. We are asking for y'all financial support. So if you guys want to help the show out, please visit us at Anchor. Uh, find the show, The Edmo Show. Donate however much God puts it on your heart to donate. Uh, but also you guys can visit the Teespring store. We have some shirts out. We're about to put some more shirts out, uh, like the Shooter Shoot. Uh, and we I think we came up with some good one-liners that we got to get made. So uh, be on the lookout for that. We also have some COVID masks to help us fight COVID and all types of other cool stuff. But also, more importantly than that, make sure you guys share the show. Uh, share it to people who you like. Share, share it to people who you dislike. Or share it to someone who you think this message might be for. <laughs> I'm shady that way. But also, also follow us on Instagram and Facebook and get involved in the conversation today. So, and we are out. Bye. Bye.